Welcome back to another episode of This Week in Sports History. On this episode, we will look at the events that defined sports on the week of January 31st. My name is Mason Reuter, and I will be your host. On January 31st, 1999, the Denver Broncos beat the Atlanta Falcons 34-19 in Super Bowl 33. This was the second of back-to-back Super Bowl wins for the Denver Broncos. John Elway won the MVP for the game after throwing for 336 yards and a touchdown to go along with one interception. He would also rush for another score. After that game, Elway would announce that he would be retiring from the NFL. He became the first quarterback to retire in the offseason after winning a Super Bowl. This was the second of three total Super Bowl wins for the Broncos. The only other quarterback to ever retire immediately after a Super Bowl win was Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning after Super Bowl 50. On January 31st, 2007, the number 22 Texas Longhorns beat the Texas Tech Red Raiders 76-64 in Lubbock, Texas, home of Texas Tech. During this game, Longhorn freshman Kevin Durant would score 37 points and collect 23 rebounds in 40 minutes of play. College basketball consists of two 20-minute halves, meaning that Durant played the entire game. On January 31, 2019, the New York Knicks and the Dallas Mavericks come to an agreement on a massive trade. In this trade, the Knicks agreed to send Kristaps Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke to the Mavericks. In return, the Knicks received Dennis Smith Jr., two future first-round picks, and DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews on expiring contracts. Porzingis, Courtney Lee, Trey Burke, and Tim Hardaway Jr. are all still on, currently on the Mavericks roster. The only player on the Knicks still from the trade is Dennis Smith Jr. Wesley Matthews is now with the Los Angeles Lakers and DeAndre Jordan is on the Brooklyn Nets. The two first round picks will be this year in 2021 and in the 2023 NBA drafts. On February 1st, 1969, NASCAR Hall of Fame driver Richard Petty wins his first race in a Ford after winning his first 92 races of his career in a Plymouth. Petty is also known as the King in NASCAR. Over the course of his career, he won a record 200 Cup Series races. He won seven Cup Series championships. Two of them came before the move from Plymouth to Ford, and five came after. Petty is tied with Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Jimmy Johnson for the most Cup Series championships in a car. Petty holds many NASCAR records, including wins in a season and consecutive wins. In the 1967 season, Petty won 27 of the 49 races, which set a single-season record that still stands to this day. Of those 27, Petty won 10 in a row, which is also a standing record. On February 1, 1992, Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder Barry Bonds signed the then-largest single-year contract in MLB history. Bonds signed a $4.7 million contract. 
during that season, it would be his last in Pittsburgh before he moved to San Francisco, where he shattered many records. Bonds currently holds the record for most home runs and most hits in a career with 2,558 hits, 762 of which were home runs. On February 1st, 1995, the Utah Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets 129-98. During the win, Jazz guard John Stockton set the NBA record for most career assists. During this game, he passed fellow current NBA player Magic Johnson. Stockton had 9,221 assists when he broke the record. Now, Stockton still leads the NBA in career assists after ending his career with 15,806. Magic would end his career with 10,141, which is fifth all-time now. He's behind, in order, Stockton, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, and Mark Jackson. On February 1st, 2008, Johan Santana signs the largest contract for a pitcher in MLB history. Santana was traded the next day in a sign-and-trade between the Minnesota Twins and the New York Mets. The contract was worth $137.5 million over six years. Santana was traded for four players from the Mets. On February 1, 2009, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Arizona Cardinals 27-23 in Super Bowl forty-three. This was still the first and only Super Bowl appearance for the Cardinals. The Steelers had crazy scoring plays near the end of each half. At the end of the first half, Cardinals quarterback Kurt Warner had his pass intercepted by Steelers linebacker James Harrison. As time expired, Harrison ran 100 yards for a touchdown. This was the longest play in Super Bowl history until Super Bowl 47. That gave the Steelers a 17-7 lead at halftime. Then, with 35 seconds left in the game, the Steelers were trailing 23-20 with the ball on the Arizona 6-yard line. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger threw a touchdown pass to Santonio Holmes in the corner of the end zone that Holmes barely caught in bounds. He would win Super Bowl MVP for the game with 9 receptions, for 131 yards, including that one touchdown. On February 1st, 2014, Peyton Manning wins the NFL MVP trophy along with the Offensive Player of the Year award. This was Manning's fifth and final MVP trophy. He won his first four with the Indianapolis Colts and then won his fifth with the Denver Broncos. This made him the first and still only player to win the NFL MVP trophy with multiple teams. On February 1st, 2015, the New England Patriots beat the Seattle Seahawks 28-24 in Super Bowl 49. The majority of the action in this game came in the last two and a half minutes of the game. The Seahawks had the lead over the Patriots 24-21. With two minutes and two seconds left, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass to receiver Julian Edelman. That would make the score 28-24 after a Gotskowski extra point. The Seahawks got the ball back on their own 20-yard line with a chance to go win the game. Having moved the ball to the Patriots' 38-yard line, 
Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson throws a jump ball for Jermaine Kearse. Kearse was covered by Patriots rookie cornerback Malcolm Butler. Both players dove for the ball, and Butler managed to get a hand on the ball. However, the ball fell directly onto the body of Jermaine Kearse. Kearse would make the catch, get up, and then was pushed out of bounds by Butler at the Patriots' five-yard line. On the next play, Seahawks running back Marshawn Lynch ran the ball four yards to the one-yard line of the Patriots. On the ensuing play, Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson threw the ball in the direction of receiver Tyler Lockett, who was running a slant route. Patriots quarterback Malcolm Butler made his break on the ball at the perfect time, making the game-sealing interception at the goal line with 20 seconds left in the game. The Patriots took over at their one-yard line. The Seahawks committed an encroachment penalty on the first play of that drive. Knowing that the game was over and their season was was ending, Seahawks linebacker Bruce Irvin's temper flared and he sparked a brawl that resulted in his ejection from the game after punching Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski. This was the first Super Bowl ejection and Patriots quarterback Tom Brady would win the MVP trophy for the game. He received a truck for winning the, the trophy this game and he turned and gave the keys to rookie cornerback Malcolm Butler for his game-sealing interception. On February 2nd, 1970, Pete Maravich became the first college basketball player to score 3,000 career points in the NCAA Division I level. There have now been 10 players in NCAA Division I history to score 3,000 points. Maravich would end his career with 3,667 points, which is still the highest career total in NCAA Division I history. On February 2nd, 2009, the Los Angeles Lakers beat the New York Knicks 124-117. to In the win for the Lakers, guard Kobe Bryant scored 61 points in Madison Square Gardens. This was the most points by a player at MSG until Carmelo Anthony, who was on the Knicks at the time, broke that record in 2014 with a 62-point game. Kobe currently shares the record for most points by an opponent at MSG with James Harden. On February 2nd, 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20 in Super Bowl 54. This was the first Super Bowl victory for the Kansas City Chiefs in 50 years. The Chiefs became the first team in NFL history to win three playoff games after trailing by 10 points or more in each game in a single postseason. The 49ers had got out to a 20-10 lead with 2 minutes and 35 seconds left in the third quarter. The Chiefs would score the final 21 points of the game. All 21 points were in the fourth quarter. That set a record for the most points scored in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes would win the MVP trophy after throwing for 286 yards and two touchdown passes to go along with two interceptions. He would also run for 29 yards and one score. On February 3rd, 2008, the New York Giants beat the New England Patriots 17-14 
and Super Bowl 42. This was the Patriots' fourth Super Bowl appearance in the Tom Brady era. It was also the first time that the Patriots had lost. The big story of this game was near the end. It was second and five when Giants quarterback Eli Manning escaped a sack and lofted a pass high, intended for David Tyree. Tyree went up for the catch and pinned the ball against his helmet with one hand. The play is now known as the helmet catch. The Giants would score the game-winning touchdown with 35 seconds left on a Manning pass to Plaxico Burris. The game ended and the chance for the first 19-0 season for an NFL team disappeared. The Patriots are the most recent team to go undefeated in the regular season. However, they did not win the Super Bowl. The only team to ever win the Super Bowl in an undefeated season are the Miami Dolphins. Giants quarterback Eli Manning would win the MVP for Super Bowl 42 after throwing for 255 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. On February 3rd, 2013, the Baltimore Ravens beat the San Francisco 49ers 34-31 in Super Bowl 47. This game was most talked about before the game for the head coaches. The Ravens were coached by John Harbaugh, and the 49ers were coached by Jim Harbaugh. The two are brothers. Once the game started, it was not very close for the first half. At halftime, the Ravens had a 21-6 lead. Then, Ravens returner Jacoby Jones returned the second-half kickoff 108 yards for a touchdown. This is the longest scoring play in NFL Super Bowl history. Then, with 13 minutes and 22 seconds left in the third quarter, the power went out in half of the stadium, with the Ravens leading 28-6. The power was out for 22 minutes, and play was stopped for a total of 34 minutes. That included 12 minutes for players to restretch after the lights came back. After the power outage, the 49ers outscored the Ravens 25-6. to The end of the game was chaos as well. The 49ers were down 5 points with the ball on their own 20-yard line with 4 minutes and 19 seconds left in the game with 2 timeouts. The 49ers were able to get down to the Ravens' 5-yard line when they turned the ball over after a 2-yard run and 3 incomplete passes from Colin Kaepernick. The Ravens took over on their own 3-yard line with a minute 46 left in the game. They would go 3-and-out and decide not to punt, but instead kill as much time as they could and take the safety. They were able to successfully burn 8 of the 12 seconds left in the game until when the 49ers forced the safety with 4 seconds left. That means that the Ravens had to kick off to the 49ers down three with a chance to win on a return kick. The Ravens would make the tackle around midfield as the time expired. This would be Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis's last NFL game. Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco would win the MVP of the game after throwing for 287 yards and three touchdowns. This capped off his historic postseason run where he threw 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions. This tied him with Joe Montana and Kurt Warner for the most touchdowns in a single postseason. Montana is the only other quarterback to ever throw 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions 
in a single postseason. On February 5th, 2017, the New England Patriots beat the Atlanta Falcons 34-28 in Super Bowl 51. This game is now known for the largest comeback in Super Bowl history. With 8 minutes and 31 seconds left in the third quarter, the Falcons scored to take the to take a 28-3 lead over the Patriots. The Patriots would then score 25 unanswered points to force overtime, where they would win the coin toss and drive down the field for the game-winning touchdown. During the comeback, Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman would make one of the craziest catches in NFL history. This would also be the first Super Bowl that went to overtime. After the game and all the chaos was over, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady was awarded the MVP of the game after throwing for 466 yards and two touchdowns with one interception. That is all the sports we have for this week. Please join me again next week as we continue to look at the moments that shaped sports history.